Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Toby. Yeah. It's uh, it's like the end of an era and the start of a new era. I know. So we've got boxes out on the <laughs> table today. We've got... This is going to be... Nothing lot, to do with rugby. Nothing to do with rugby. Oh, i got an amazing present, eh? You did. That's a proper, like, tin can. Well, it's, so it's the, like a bucket. The tin can... Is probably worth more than any other present I've ever got. I tell you what, that tin can is probably worth more than my life. <laughs> it must be limited expensive, mate. <laughs> Millions. Uh, no, because we are we're going from a live studio, correct, which is you're here in front of me, yep, to a non-live studio, which will still be live, but not here. Yes, in the we studio. won't be face to face. No, it's like COVID again. We won't. We'll never have the. The touching of the feet underneath the table. Not just the feet, though, <laughs> eh? Um, but, yeah, so, obviously, I'm moving away. You're yeah. staying put. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Make it sound so boring for me, <laughs> but yeah. I'm moving on a knife. You're staying still. To pastures greener. <laughs> greener pastures. Definitely greener anyway, up there. It's got lots more rain. Lots more rain, lots more wind. But we'll continue to bring you this service we will we will and um yeah, it's probably more for us than yeah, you, i think really. so yeah <laughs> and our our three patreon members <laughs> nine 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 yeah we got another one no well, nine it just said nine yesterday did it yeah i don't think we've got another one that's just what we got oh it's all right <laughs> isn't it great <laughs> wouldn't it be great to 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 get to double figures yes so what can people do if they want to get us to double figures? Well, they can click the link below. Yeah, sign up to Patreon. Yeah, and um, give us a, maybe a hot chocolate Anything. or a or a. Do you, oh. do you uh, are you a coffee man? Yeah, I drink coffee. Yeah, coffee and a hot chocolate yeah. on a weekend or a cup of tea. Cup of tea. A, a do you know what though? To be honest, I would never go to a place and spend oh no, no money no. on a cup of tea because you're literally paying for a tea bag, aren't you? You are. A tea bag and a disposable mug with a little bit of milk. Yeah. Maybe some sugar. Sweetener for me, mate. Sweetener. Sweetener What's the difference? Well, sugar's got lots of calories and sweetener's got no calories. Sugar tastes nice. Sugar's sweetener's... Sugar mm, tastes great, doesn't it? (laughs) Do you know what I've been getting into lately? (laughs) Nothing to do with rugby (laughs) at all. I do not want to know. But vanilla slices from M&S. Vanilla slices. Unreal. So good. Is this, like, is it's this, like a custard square. Is this because you've got a new job, you've got a bit more money? Custard and, uh, square, mate. Custard squares. New Zealand, Australia, custard square. How good. No, I'm not. I'm never a fan of custard oh square. Oh, my God. Never a fan of a custard That's square. Village. That just shows that you're from a real, real poor part of New Zealand. When well, I say poor, yeah. I mean rubbish, not well, yeah, as in. I, I, 
yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to say that I was, but yeah, some people would say that I was. What? Rubbish. Westport, mate. It's not a poor part of New Zealand, it's just rubbish area, isn't it? No, Westport. West Coast is amazing. The coasties. What's what's good about the west coast of the South Island? We never need a reservoir. <laughs> There's plenty of rain for that. <laughs> you never need a reservoir. <laughs> you know what? Other people, they run out of water. New- yeah. yeah, Gisborne, run out of water. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. So, so we, we've got two big tanks. like <laughs> In your house? No, not in the house. Outside, and it's just rainwater. No, is this for your house? Though? Yeah, yeah, for the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rainwater, so we're not connected to town supply. No. So when we run low, we've got to get town supply. So a big tanker comes and Yeah, no, we're the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how good is rainwater? Never, never happened in Westport, mate. Never, we never needed a tanker. Not? We never needed a tanker to come up the you road. Know, sometimes there'd be like frogs or like dead birds in our tank. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. It's rank, isn't it? <laughs> it's so rank. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> And here you are, yeah, exactly. drinking away. <laughs> no, no wonder that you turned out the way you were, but anyway, moving on. Hey, swiftly. let's talk about rugby, shall we? <laughs> yes, please do. waffle. We have uh, messages from our supporters. Yes. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first, yeah. So this one is from Ben Zealand. Don't murder it, mate. No, it's a long one, isn't it? It's a good it? one. It's a long one. Gentlemen, I hope your week has been well, for I have been living a week of Resentment. Ooh. Mm. Email was titled, I have a complaint. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me tell you of the sheer, oh, God, ebullence <laughs> and joy. I've made a hash of this already, haven't you I? Have, mate, <laughs> <laughs> I received last week when, after two rounds of the rugby championship, I found myself to be the top of the Superu table. Yes. I thought to myself, my childhood dream has been achieved. My life has meaning. And now my parents have something to be proud of their, of in their son. I'll be able to tell my own child, your dad achieved greatness, lad. He is a legend. Then imagine my rapid shock as I listen to your podcast. Oh, no. We didn't, <laughs> did we? Oh. Waiting for my audio heroes. That's you two. Jeez, oh, uh, Well geez. done. To announce this week's winner, only to discover that my shining achievement has been glossed over. Let's not bother, Damo said. <laughs> oh, never have I ever felt so <laughs> shunned. <laughs> And oh, redundant. And redundant, yeah. My glory oh, my shall God. never be publicly known. And for that, I am bitterly disappointed. How do I move on emotionally from this? Do I burn the shirt all I've made for you? No, never. Do I stop listening to the pod? Do I unsubscribe? Ooh. I'm sure um, your offense was not intended, but it has left a scar. As big as Geordie Barrett's toe. That's big. That is big. That is big upon my rugby ball-shaped heart. The Kiwi beck. The Kiwi beak upon my headgear. Is sagging. Oh, it's a sagging a little bit more than it used to. That's from Ben Zealand. Now, I think Ben, he's got a point here, right? But the reason why I said let's not bother was because there was no games this weekend. So yeah, but, there had, but there had been a game. Yes, there had been. But there, so now when we read out the Super Brew now, yeah. it's still the same results, Ben Zealand. Do you know what? It would be so funny if it wasn't. <laughs> it would be hilarious if it wasn't. But can I just say, I have um, made a couple yeah. more Super Brews. And, and do you know what Ben Zealand will be thinking? What's the point? Because they didn't go over it. So so Ben Zealand is on top, but he's actually first equal with two others. Ooh. But he still is first. He's still number and, one. And I is, think, he, is he I on th- top? He's on top because his name starts with a B. <laughs> <laughs> it's alphabetical order. <laughs> but having <laughs> said thus... You know, if I knew that now, I'm going. I'm going. 
Andy. <laughs> Having said this, he is on top of the pops. Yeah, well, well done. Yeah, so well let's, done. why don't we just quickly go Maddie, through. Maddie Muanga. Yeah. Oh. Maddie, well, Maddie Muanga, really. Yeah. And then Paul. Paulo. Yeah, Paul. Just Paul. Okay. Sugar buns is, sugar buns went up 47 places. Blimey, Nick, sugar buns. You've done well there, mate. And I am currently 11th. Where are you, bud? Oh, way down, mate. I'll have a look. Way down. I'll have a look. Oh, Damo. He's 27th. Oh, okay. I'd say that. Where are you, though? Uh, Damo. You're 39th. Oh, sorry. Damo, 3-6-1. I when you said Damo, I thought you were talking about me. I'm going the original Damo. Um, But I have made two more Super Brew tournaments, which is um, the World Cup and World Cup warm-ups. Oh, I'm not interested in the World Cup warm-ups. I'm just going to go put put it there, mate. Not interested. I'm going World Cup. I'm all in World Cup. Oh, come on. There's 28 people in the World Cup warm-ups. Don't right, be that all guy. Right, all right. You, Why are you, you being that guy? Did you, did you make me join? Did you sign me up for that and one? And now well? we've got 33 people in the World Cup. Oh, you got to get in for the World Cup, everyone. That is going to be the that's best the one. Big one. That's the big one. And the reason why <clears> that's <throat> such a big one is because yeah. it's not just those matches, the big matches. It's the small matches Correct. as well. Yeah, I You've agree. You've got to do your research on yes. Uruguay. Or Namibia. Y- Namibia. You know, they're, they're, these are the games that actually we get most excited about. Correct. Yeah. So I'm just going to have a look at the first. Oh, look at them. Isn't it marvellous? It is marvellous. And that's what we're all about, Argentina isn't it? Argentina to beat England. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, that's all we're worried about. That is the big one. But there is, I'm just letting you know, but there is warm-up games. All right. Oh, right. and there's a lot. Well, I think it would be quite okay. good, actually. Okay, okay. I'm in, I'm in for the warm-up. You're good. Okay. I'm in for the warm-up. Wow, there are loads. Yeah, as long as there's loads, I'm happy. All right, First game good. is the 5th of August. Soon. Right. Brilliant. Can't wait. Right, mate. Uh, the Razzle Dazzler's got in contact. He said, hey, mate, I'm guessing you did your 80-mile walk for charity. He was going to offer to donate some money. Oh. I did it for fun, Razzle Dazzler. Which is ridiculous. Which is absolutely ridiculous. And yes, I should have thought of a charity. And I have actually subsequently thought of a charity that we should have raised money for. But anyway. And what was that? Super Rugby Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much, uh, the Razzle Dazzler. We go on to Razzle Dazzler's main email. Uh, So I'm just going to start it here. Again, as always... amazing points made so um round one understand sending a blended ab side to argentina yep uh understand to send a b side to let's say japan but how on earth has ginger christie get into a proper all black side against the spring box ahead of brad weber very very good question now has brad weber been rested no Brad Weber is deemed to be not as good as Finlay Christie. Wow. Which shocks me as well. Is it because Brad Weber has signed to go overseas? I don't think so. I just think that Fozzie likes Christie more. What's going to be um, very interesting is this week, Will Cam Royguard, who is basically a kind of TJ Perinara replacement style, will he get a chance against Australia? Because I think that's the direction they want to go. They don't want to have two Aaron Smiths. And I think that's the reason why Brad Weber has been deemed... But Aaron Smith's... <laughs> that scared the hell out of me. Aaron Smith's... No, sorry. Brad Weber's running game is loads better than Aaron Smith's. I, well... I agree well, with when that. When I say loads, but I mean it's a bit better. My my point is, is they deem Aaron Smith, Finlay Christie, and Brad Weber to all be a very similar player. Yep. Okay. Okay, I can see that. I, I'm guessing that Finlay Christie is, Aaron Smith's obviously going overseas his last World Cup, so therefore they're looking for a natural replacement for him. Yep. Brad Weber's also coming to the end of his days, you'd say. Yeah. So therefore, Finlay Christie is going to be the new Aaron Smith. That's their thought process. Okay. But they need a new TJ Piranara. Yeah. And that new TJ Piranara seems to be like a Cameroy guard. 
Right, okay. So we my, haven't got anyone who's Fakatava is another one that they've used in that yes. in that way, but, but he's maybe been, hasn't, hasn't, he's been playing second fiddle at the Highlanders to Aaron Smith, hasn't he? Yeah, and I know he's that I know he's fast enough and that sounds no, like, he's, I think he's, he's not I think he's got everything else he needs, but he's not quick enough. I don't think he's not he's uh, the thing that gets me is I look for well, you know, when we when we watch a game, we look at speed to the ball. Yes. Now Finlay Christie's pretty good at that actually. His speed to the ball, he's always there. Yeah, he he gets rid of the ball quickly, doesn't he? But he's 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 a safe player. You know, he doesn't excite me when I'm watching. I'm like, oh, you know. Neither does Aaron Smith, to be fair. But Aaron Smith is so good at speed to the ball. His passing is unbelievable. But his he box kicking again, has got a lot better, and that was a big thing on the weekend that that we saw. Was we his, did. You know, I think it was 50-50. Every time they put a kick up in the air, yeah. they got back 50% of their balls, yeah. which is amazing. Yes. Um, I would say Aaron Smith's biggest kind of weapon is his communication. You hear him. Oh, yeah. Don't you? You know, if you're a forward and you've yeah. got him barking at you. Oh, you, know, you just know what you're doing. And he, and you, yeah, you know what you're doing and he'll tell you if you're not pulling your weight. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the biggest thing that any scrum half can bring is communication. He does. I mean, he is an incredible player, isn't he? Because oh, yeah, you think great. of him now and you think, is he as good as he was 10 years ago? I think he is. Yeah. Is he as good as he was when he first came out and started and took the world by storm? I think he's. I think he is. If not, he hasn't kind of, there's no part of his game that's dropped off. No. His defence is good. You know, you think about other big players and they get to their end of their career and, you know, maybe they're not as quick as they used to be yes. or maybe they're, maybe they're not, their passes dropped up, maybe, but not him. I agree. So he's an incredible player, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, key takeaways from uh, the Razor Desert. Key, uh, killing with kindness. Where the Kiwi hosts extra accommodating their box players who arrived early, always refilling their drinks. Turning the 45-minute massage into a 60-minute massage. <laughs> hey? Oi, oi, saveloi. Uh, where the box turned to food poisoning to win the World Cup. Did the Kiwis make sure they're extra relaxed before the match because they were completely passive on the back feet at the beginning and end? I think he's got a point there, hasn't he? Yeah, but you mean? can't. You can't. God, they came in early, didn't they? Some of those players and all the Kiwis have been, oh, so nice. You guys are great. You know, all oh, you guys are going to win. You know, all this type of thing. And then, boom, they're not ready for World, they're not ready for Test match rugby. They're always ready for Test match rugby. Mm. You can't use that. That's like an excuse. I know. Yeah, I'm just I'm just chucking it out. There. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know. Right, you, right, I know right, you right. are. I know you are. <laughs> I like a good excuse. Yes. Um, so you're saying no. I'm I, saying no. I, I think that's a, a lot of it was they weren't ready for that test match. No. They weren't test match hardened. Correct. Uh, uh, key takeaways from the Aussie-Argentina um, games. Kiwi Quaid and Nick White, very solid. Carter Flash Gordon, a.k.a. the, Mel- the Melbourne Mullet, has lethal line-breaking speed. Discipline is key in the World Cup year. Everyone needs to be better hyper vigilant it has burned the wallabies in the first two matches last week it prevented them from establishing any momentum and this week it let argentina off the hook i think you know we're going to talk about this a bit later but i i still stand by what we think we both said last week which is they're not a million miles away from being World Cup winners, the Aussies. And people might scoff at that. But you look at their team and you say there are lots of reasons why they're not sharp, sharp at the moment. But there'll be lots of reasons why they will be super sharp going into the World but, Cup. Yeah, I I agree with you, definitely agree with you, which I find very annoying. <laughs> but the thing for me is that I know they, they got thumped against South Africa. They just lost to... Argentina. Yes. Who knows what's going to happen this weekend? Yes. But they have things to work on. 
and they're very like clear, they, they very, have, very clear, yeah. isn't it? Like they've got things right. Okay, we're not very good here, here, and here. If we this sort, is, this if we sort we, those things out, correct. Where we've got some answers, you know, yeah. And then for maybe the All Blacks or South Africa, I know that they the South Africans lost uh, last weekend, but for the All Blacks, oh, we're winning, great. And I know that's how the All Blacks get better. We feed on that energy. I get yes. that. But then it's kind of like, oh, we've got nothing to worry about. We're, we're winning. And it's like, that's not how it works. You know, it's almost good to have a mm, loss. Mm, yeah, then, I know, yeah, I know I think you for mean. the All Blacks, it's not good to have a loss. So it's, yeah. I think for the Wallabies, it's great. Because then Steady Eddie has some things that need addressing. And buy in from players as well. You know, they want to win. Yes. They're not going to want to go out there and and lose to the All Blacks on Saturday. So they're going to turn up to training with a little bit more fire in the belly than they would if they'd had two wins. There's been some trash talking happening. Has there? From Steady Eddie at the moment, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's always trash talk from Steady Eddie, isn't there? But you're saying that buying in from players. Yes. I just saw something on the um on the on the line. And it um it just had a, a Twitter post from Quade Cooper and it said um uh do does a team in the Middle East have a rugby team? Yes. That football cuz the you know the Middle East is buying yeah. ridiculous players yes. for a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, is that going to be? You know, they pretty much bought PGA, didn't they? That live yeah, golf. Yeah, the the live golf. That's that's where I think they bought a whole sport. You know, if you if you want to think about creating an IPL for rugby, that's where it would be. Then you need to go where the money is. Now, unfortunately, where the money is is some rather interesting human rights issues. Yes, <laughs> that um. Not sure everyone would get behind. No, not sh- not everyone would get behind, but players would go. It's money, isn't it? It's money, yeah. And, and you know, it's you're looking huge at huge money there. You're it's fake at, money, probably a lot of it. You know, it's government it's up in the stratosphere, mate. Yeah, it's cloud money, isn't it? You know, it's like oh, we need to, we need an extra billion it's not to real, start a. It's not real money. No, you know, we need a billion extra. Oh, oh right. we'll just print, print it off, it. mate. Print it off, son. Or I'll put some numbers into a computer, and it's there in the ad- atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Can you do that for me? I wish I could, mate. If I could do it for you, I would already do it. Uh, should we go over to breaking news? Yes, breaking news. Proudly supported by our nine nine Patreon members. Hopefully, more Patreon members. I think if we get to ten, we should have a celebration. Oh yeah, Pop some champagne. Well, prosecco, prosecco. <laughs> brute, fizzy water. <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh, um, tap water. Uh, so, my first one. Yes. Joe, cock and a singer. Oh, yeah, I like Joe. Yeah. Yeah. He's been hampered with injuries, hasn't he? He has. A lot of injuries. He has come in uh, to the England camp. Yeah. And he's off the charts, apparently. Speed work. Um, they were shocked with his skinfold measurements. Yep. So, is he... Going to be a bolter because we haven't seen him for a while, have we? No, we haven't, and you know, nor is anyone player. else. Yeah, Bath player, but with those sorts of figures, is could he, he going to yeah, be? Could, could he be amazing in the World could Cup? Could he be amazing for England at the World Cup, or could he be injured? You know, you know first what? game, second it, game, first really... game for them is big. Argentina, yeah. it's a big game. It's a big game. It's a must-win game, it and I know that is. every game and is a must-win. But I think for England. Argentina's a must win. Well, you're right. Every game in that pool's a, a must win. But you couldn't... Well, I mean, I suppose you could afford to lose to Argentina and then be second in that group or whatever. But the point being is you can't lose any games, but you're not going to lose some games against the minnows, are you? Correct. But uh, Argentina, that's a they're game... They're not a minnow. You, they're not a minnow, and you they know. could easily roll you over. Definitely. So is it, could he be a bolter? Yeah, I like it. I like the story, uh, apart from the fact that I don't want him to be a bolter. No. I want him to be a reason why England don't make it out of their group. That's that's real bitter. It's not but bitter, I like mate. it. <laughs> I, I like it. No, you're right. It's not bitter. Mind you, what would you rather, right? Okay, this is a good question. 
Would you? I like. I like a good. What would you rather? <laughs> what would you rather? Would you rather England not make it out of their group, or lose to Australia in the quarters? In the quarters, yeah. I'd rather. Hang on, what? So, uh, if they came second in their group, yes, I think that means they'll probably play Australia in the quarters. That's if Australia win their pool. Yeah. Okay. So what would you rather, though? Them lose, Ooh. not make it out of the group, or lose to Australia in the quarters with oh. Eddie, Eddie Jones there? Take your pack. Take your pack. <laughs> Don't flip a coin. <laughs> Either's, a good Either's a good result. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather? Oh, that's so hard, isn't it? Because <laughs> I'd, um, I'd love Eddie. Yeah. To be the reason why they don't go any further. Yes. I'd love that. Yeah, so would I. Oh, that'd be so but good. But I'd also... But then if they didn't make it out of their group, that'd be so embarrassing because they got one of the easier groups. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I mean, whew, that'd be <laughs> Who was in their group for the World Cup in their own country? In their was own? Was it Wales? Did they lose to Wales? They lost to Wales, yes. Who else did they lose to? Oh. <sighs> Doesn't matter, does it? Wales was the game. Might have been South Africa oh, as was well. It? Yeah, might have been South Africa as well. But yes, it was. Um, I would probably take the loss to Eddie Jones because that would be a hell of a movie. And you imagine if Eddie went through and won the World Cup and beat England in the quarters and yeah. all of that. Not that I want them to win the World Cup, but if we don't win it, I'd be happy if they won it. Uh, mate, my first story is about the Wallabies. What's killing the Wallabies is I haven't seen a ruck stat as low at international rugby. This is Eddie Jones' biggest weapon. If he can sort out um, the Australians' ruck, uh-huh. then they will do incredibly well. If he can't sort out that ruck, then they, they will never play to their potential because the Australian game is actually quite similar to the New Zealand game. Quick, fast ball. Don't you know they don't have ex, they don't have huge men. Yes. So they've got to play into space, create the space. Um, and if they can't sort out their ruck speed ball and their percentage of um, you know turnovers, yeah, then they're going to struggle. Yeah. And basically, this is what has been said. They've got such a low ruck stats at the moment. Um, I haven't seen a ruck stat as low at international rugby. 88% they won their own ball at ruck time. 88%. So that's not very good. You know, 12% of the time they're losing their own yeah, ball. Yeah, which is a lot. Which is a hell of a lot when you have hundreds of rucks in a game. Yeah. You know, it really is. You know, you should be in the 90s. Easily. Easily in the 90s. Occasionally, you might lose your own ball. Well, you, yeah, there'll be a good turnover. Yeah. That's what it takes these days. It takes an incredible turnover or a knock-on, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, going back um, to Would You Rather. Yeah. Go just on. looking at the pool stages. Yes. Um, Australia, England, Wales, Fiji, Uruguay. So they lost to Wales and Australia, didn't they? Oh, Yes. There you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, I've even got the stats. <laughs> they won two and lost two. I can remember it really well. That Welsh game was a hell of a game as it well. It was a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Yeah. Australia beat Twi- uh, beat England 33-13. Yeah. That was oh, the, here we go. They made the final, didn't they, Australia? Uh, Wales beat... Oh, no, hang on. Where am I looking? Uh... Wales, oh yeah, 28-25. Yeah, it was a great game. It was game. a good game, wasn't it? Hell. Love to see it though, don't you? Mate, your next story. Yes, my next story. Uh, if it comes up. Oh, here we go. Karevi. Yes. I would say one of one of the best players in the world at the moment. I agree. Yep. He says... Um, he thinks that the All Blacks duo are up there with the best. Now, which duo do you think he's talking about? 
Well, he's either talking about uh, Richie Mwanga and um, Aaron Smith, but I don't think he, I think he's talking, because he's a center, he's talking about center pairing. And you're going to say that, aren't you? You're going to say that before a Bledisloe Cup. Exactly. Now, uh, is is this feeding from Steady Eddie's comments down into the into the players, bit of trash talk, or does he actually mean it? No. And he's talking about Rico and Geordie. No, you don't mean it. <laughs> he doesn't mean it, does he? <laughs> he doesn't Come mean on. it. You can see right through that. Yeah, but they just haven't done enough. Like, don't get me wrong, they could be one of the best pairings in the world. They haven't played enough together. No, they haven't. He could say he could he could have said you know one of the best potential potential pairings yeah in the world, but not currently delivering at a high level. So I just he's a nice that was guy, a isn't he? He's been a nice guy, and then he's going to rip their throats well, out. The after the world class number twelve, Geordie Barrett. Although you do like Geordie Barrett, you are a Geordie Barrett brown noser. Do you know what I would say is, and uh, in fact, I'll say a bit later. Well, I'll say a bit later. Remind okay. me. Remind I'll remind me. you. Uh, my next story is Die Young steps down as Cardiff boss despite being cleared of allegations. The allegations were made against him that he was a bully, that he was bullying his coaching staff. Yeah. Okay. Now, they had an independent uh, lawyer come in and they didn't find any uh, you know, subsequent sort of knowledge that would make him have to lose his job. But, you know, Die Young has basically said, I can't coach here anymore. Because I think the coaches that have made those allegations are still there also. Oh, really? So, you know, they, um, they've, they've parted ways. Now, what I would say is, uh, this is what the club said. We wish to thank Die for uh, what he's done for Cardiff Rugby in his latest contribution during the last two years, which accumulated in finishing in the highest-placed Welsh club in the United Rugby Championship. So this is Cardiff Rugby aren't happy that he's leaving. My question to you is, can you coach like you used to coach? Do you know, like, what I mean by is, I look back to how I used to coach my first 15. Yeah. You know... Sometimes I raise my voice at them. Yeah. Sometimes I'd have to tell them that I didn't didn't think what they were doing was right. Sometimes I had to have strong words. Can you do that anymore in rugby? Um yeah, of course you can. But less so at schoolboy level. Well, it doesn't look like it. it looks no, like, I realise it that, looks like it even at professional level it's a bit ridiculous actually isn't it you're professional athletes if you're not doing well then you need someone to tell you that yeah i mean this was his coaching staff as well so he was well obviously he's been out of line then well he hasn't because he's been found not guilty by an independent lawyer okay my point being is eddie jones is a good example right was he was he being thrown under the bus has he been thrown under the bus? We've played footsies there. For we the did last for the time. last time. <laughs> mm. um, well, he, he blatantly wasn't thrown under the bus because the club blatantly didn't want him to leave. Yeah. Um, my my thing is, like, I think Eddie Jones is a bully. Yes. When it comes to his coaching staff and all that. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he does it in a way that's very, very forthright, If it, you know, his way or the highway. Yeah. Now, he gets away with it because he's an international coach and everyone doesn't want to upset him. Uh-huh. Okay? Um, I'm sure that many other rugby coaches have said things that are inappropriate that shouldn't have been said, but it's in a rugby context and it's always deemed to be okay. Yeah. Because it's an emotional, physical, aggressive sport. It is. Yeah. My, my point being is, are those days over? Could, an, could Eddie Jones start his career again and get away with it. No. Yeah, you're right. So I do feel sorry for Die Young because, you know, what happens on the bus stays on the bus. What happens on tour stays on tour. What happens yeah. in training stays in training. But that doesn't seem to... No, I don't think you can... Does, it just doesn't cut the mustard these days, does it? No. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? 
It's tough, isn't it? Because, you know, you need to be a tough rugby player. You've got to be tough to be successful. Yes. Um, you need to be tough. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's tough, eh? Oh, it's real tough. Mind you just can't field. say anything out of line these days. No. Especially in a professional sport. And if you do, then... Consequences. Yes. You might not get, they might not get rid of you, but they'll find a way to discipline you. Yeah. It's just, you're walking on eggshells really, aren't you? It's just a bit of a frustrating game. It is. Mate, it's time for results. It is. It is indeed. Do you want to do the first one? I can only see one. Oh no, I can, yeah, I'll do the first one. Samoa versus Japan. Yeah. 24-22 to Samoa. Mm. Who's Samoa? Who's in the pool with Samoa, <laughs> eh? Let's have a look. You keep uh, I'll, I'll do the second one. So Fiji made a super start in the Pacific Nations Cup campaign where they sealed a hard-fought victory of 36-20 against Tonga. So... Um, Who, Sorry. Tonga. So Fiji bet Tonga 36-20. Now, my question to you is, Japan struggled against the all-black C team, really. Yeah. They've then subsequently lost to Samoa. Okay. Are the wheels falling off Japanese rugby? Who's their coach? Japanese. Well, you know same coach they've had for a very right. long time. Okay. Yeah. So it can't... Tony Brown. Yeah. And Jamie Joseph. Have they lost players? Not don't really. Know. I don't know enough about J- Japanese yeah. rugby. Well, I think that's the biggest problem is I don't think their team has changed very much yeah. over the past seven years. Okay. And that can sometimes be a really good thing. Yeah. But obviously... Not so much in this case. They might be fine in the World Cup because they'll bring it together for the World Cup. Well, England, Japan, Argentina, Samoa and Chile are in the same. (laughs) Hey, stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened, haven't they? Um, All right, mate. What caught your eye over the weekend? I know there wasn't any rugby to watch, but I did watch actually a little bit of rugby. Did you? Yes. Which rugby did you watch? Well, I watched the highlights um, of the Japan and Samoa match. Where, oh, yeah. um, and how'd that go? Was well, it good rugby to watch? Um, no, it wasn't great rugby to watch. But, it, you know, Samoa did win. Okay. And um, Michael Leach did get red carded. So what I want you to do what? is I want you to click... On to that link. The top one. Yeah, no, the Japan versus Samoa highlights. And it will go directly to the red card. Okay, so I want you to watch that now. Okay? And tell me what you think of it. So that link should take you to YouTube. And it should take you directly to that moment. Is it doing it? Oh, yep. Okay, so you're watching it. Right, so there should be a line out and then it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. Tell me what you think of that result or the, the resulting read card. It is shoulder contact to the head. When you first saw it, though. Oh, no. 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 Not much, was there? No. Do you think that's an example of a read... A, um, Something that they should send, because they are going to move to this. Is it this. orange card or something? So, no, they, they are going to move to the referee says that has reached yellow card threshold. Yeah. So, you are, you're off. Okay. And then the bunker, which is a new thing. Okay. Uh, would then either upgrade it to so red. So, like VAR. Yeah. Okay. But they do that all so the got eight got minutes. Ten minutes. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that is a good example of a yellow card uh, being staying as a yellow card or being upgraded to a red? I would think that that would be a red. Yes, so do I. There's a lot of people out there that are saying, oh, it's a questionable... I think he's gone high. 
He's lid with the shoulder. Yeah. He's made direct contact to the head. The only mitigation is he's the second man into the tackle. Yes. And he's falling. And when you see it on every other angle, angle it doesn't look too bad. No, it doesn't look too bad, but... It is direct contact to the head with yep. force. Yes. Mm. He's always but I like the idea of that eight minutes. I love it. And I think it's going to change the yep. World Cup for the better. Yes. Where you won't have these referees feeling like they have to make the decision that potentially will ruin the game. Yep. So they say it's definitely at least a yellow. Yeah. I'm so going to give you a off, yellow. Go. And then if it stays as a red, then yep. game's moved on. Correct. I like that. I like that as well. Yeah. Good example, I think. Um, the other thing that caught my eye was Eddie Jones saying, um, look out the All Blacks. So he was questioned, you know, two losses. What have you learned from it? He's learned, he said, well, I think we're going to turn this around really quickly. If I was the All Blacks, I'd be watching out. Okay. Do you think the All Blacks are watching out? Of course. They I think are, they yeah. should. You know, back in the day, the All Blacks never used to care about the opposition. They just no. care about themselves. Which maybe that's been our problem. What, that we've, we cared too much about yeah. the others now? Yes. I agree. We're too busy looking behind us or looking in front, wherever looking, yeah. rather than focusing on ourselves. Yeah, and I think that's that's maybe a change that has happened back. You know, you can see that um, James Ryan. James Ryan? James Ryan. James Ryan. No, Jason Ryan. Jason Ryan um, has definitely brought it all the way back to, no, 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 it's not about what South Africa are doing. Yeah. It's about what we are doing. Yes. Are we are we prepared? We haven't as got a team? that right. How do we stop the rolling mall? Yeah. How do we win our ruck ball? Yeah. Not how uh, do we stop South Africa's rolling mall? If we can stop a rolling mall, then yeah. we can stop anyone's rolling mall. That's right. And I think Joe Smith as well in the backs, he's creating things that are, are going to make us hard to be beaten. Rather yes, but than, also not one dimensional. That's right. You know what do we do if Plan A doesn't work? We move to Plan B. Whereas I think Eddie Jones is a great example of he looks at an opposition, he creates a game plan, and that's the only game plan they've got. And that's the only thing I'd say about Steady Eddie that's a negative uh, is that if his game plan A doesn't work, he hasn't spoken about game plan B. No. Because he expects his game plan A to work. that's right. Yeah, which is interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was Nandolo. Yes. Playing in the shoot shield. You talk about Joe Cockinasinga, right? Skinfolds. Yeah. Nandolo's skinfolds were shocking. Were they? <laughs> and I didn't do any. All I've got to say is I've never seen him bigger. He was mahusive. Playing on the wing, looking like his knee was about to fall off. Oh, no. And at least who was he playing for uh, he's playing for the two blues club Sydney's two blues yeah and he he, he was terrible was he I think he's playing because he's thinking well maybe I can get a Fijian call up mm. for the World Cup but oh my god mate there's no chance you'll get a call up when you're weighing at least five stone heavier really than you should be but it made me think, you know, you got Joe Cognosinger skin. That's all he needed to do. Yes. Someone like Nandolo, all he has to do is just, just lose, lose weight. the weight. It's a bit yeah. like when uh, Sevilla. Yes. You know, uh, Jill Sevilla. Yeah. All he needed to do was keep the weight off, and he was he was real good. Yeah. And Nandolo's the same. He looked really unhealthily big. Did he? That's not good, is it? No. No. Hey, um, something that did catch my eye, and I saw it on the um, the interweb on the line and it was an interview uh between an ex all black don't know his name and he was a hooker and um these hosts from a podcast can't remember yeah who they were someone will tell me it was back home in new zealand i think anyway and it was about richie mccaw yeah so it was a tight spell in the game or something and this hooker threw the ball and uh th- overthrew it yeah and oh, um, yeah, James Parsons. This is. Oh, do you know this? Yeah, yeah, story. It's great, great yeah. story. Yeah. Anyway, throws it in, overshoots it, uh, or there's like a knock on or something afterwards, yeah. and um, 
you know, he's stressing out about it. And Richie McCaw uh, goes up to him and says, look, I was in the wrong position. I was too slow or something like that. Yeah. And then as a debutant, this hooker says, right, okay, great. Like, it wasn't, wasn't my, my fault. fault. <laughs> wasn't my fault. <laughs> and then after the game, Richie then comes up to him and says, look, I, I didn't overshoot it. It was a poor throw. Um, it's something that we can work on this week in training. Yeah. And it's just sort of like you, you look at that and you go, that's why Richie McCall was class. That's good captaincy, isn't it? Yeah. That's good captaincy because um, as a debutant, you don't want to hear that you're shocking. <laughs> you don't want yeah, you, you, you don't want to hear that you've done something wrong because then it eats away at you. Yeah. Instead, it's like, right, it wasn't my fault. I can get on with the game. And then Richie's gone afterwards. Look, yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't was your my fault. fault. It was your fault. But let's rectify it. Yes. I mean, it's class, isn't it? It's good man management. It's real good man management. Yeah. That just tells you a lot about Richie McCall. Yes. The other thing was he would, um, the dressing room would always look for his approval. So there's a great one where, um, who's the fullback who finished? Uh, Izzy, Izzy Dag. Yeah. So Izzy Dag, um, the All Blacks got these training shirts to wear, right? And um, they were allowed to wear whatever training shirt they wanted. Yeah. And one was blue uh, and one was pink. Okay. Right. So um, so it came to training, right? And they were allowed to wear whatever they wanted to wear, yeah. you know, type thing. Um, so then Izzy starts to put on this pink. Izzy Dag. Izzy Dag, yeah. yeah. Starts to put on this pink training jersey. And sort of he looks across at Richie and lo- Richie looks across at him. And he goes, yeah, I'll put the blue one on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, you know, it was almost like we're not wearing that. No. We're not wearing that, lads. Flash. We're not flash. No. You know, it's all about the blue. Because I also saw something from a New Zealand, tra- the New Zealand trainer, the S&C guy for the All Blacks. Yeah. Not, I don't think he works with them anymore, but the question was who, who impressed you the most yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. from that England setup? From England setup? No, sorry, New from Zealand, Zealand setup. Set yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I've got England on my mind. New Zealand setup, and he was saying, you know, like Bowden Barrett with his speed and impressive, um, Jerome Kano with his, you know, strength impressive, Richie McCaw, nah, not impressive. No, he had a big ticker. He had a massive, but he ticker. W- he w- he wasn't strong. No, he wasn't fast. No, but guess who this trainer said was the most impressive. As a pure athlete. As a pure athlete. You know, let's think about the last 10 years. 10 to 15 years. Ma no no. No. Oh. You've got two more guesses. Ford or back? Ford. Jerry Collins? Close. Kano? No. I've already oh. said Kano. You've got one more. You can have oh. a rebuttal. <laughs> you can have a mulligan. Type, type five? Uh, loose forward. Well, versatile. Lucy's second row, but I would say loose forward. You'd say loose forward? Yeah. I'm trying to think. It's not Scotty Barrett. No. That's it. Who was it? Vic DeVito. Vic DeVito. Yeah, yeah. good. The he's most impressive all black he's ever seen. Real, real bright as well. Yeah. Vic DeVito. I think he's still playing as he well. Yes, I think. Is he at La Rochelle? Yeah, he might be. He was, I think, at La Rochelle. Yeah, might not be. There I'm going to have a look. I'm going to yeah. bear with me here, everyone. Uh, one thing that caught my eye is, is it in reality the most interesting game on the weekend going to be Argentina versus South Africa? South Africa being at home. Is that actually a more interesting game? Um, Yeah. No, no, I think they'll both be interesting games. You, you look at the All Blacks, right? Potentially the All Blacks go and wallop Australia, okay? Yep. Now, if that happens, what does it mean? It means not a lot because the All Blacks no. have been on form. Yes. Okay. But, but if it's close... If it's close, it's interesting. Yes. Right, but no matter what happens on the weekend against Argentina and South Africa, that is an interesting game. You've got Argentina who were poor against New Zealand, yep. but good against Australia. Yeah, you've got uh, South Africa who were um, 
poor, uh, really good against Australia, but poor against the All Blacks. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a really in, that's a really interesting game, is it yeah. not? Whereas the All Blacks should beat Australia. If yep. they don't, then it's interesting. Current club is La Rochelle. Current club is still still applying his trade. Uh, very very impressive. Mate, the only other thing that caught my eye was the the bunker. So this rugby review bunker. Yep. My issue with the rugby review Who's bunker. Who's going to be in that bunker? So it's it's not a match day official. So it is a it's a bit like the World Cup football. Yep. It is a just there for okay. Reviewing. But who are they? It's like VAR. Yes, no, I get that. But who are in the bunker? I don't know. And this is my problem. Is it the same people for the whole competition? I hope it is. Because at the moment, it's a tale of two hemispheres. You've got New Zealand and Australia who referee the rules very differently yep. than the traditional hemisphere, uh-huh. the northern hemisphere. Yes. And my issue is, if those people change all the time, then you're going to get a different result each time. Yes. And you want the same people there making those decisions each and every game of the World Cup. Yeah, you do. And I think that's what does happen in these bunkers because it's not a match day official and it is just there for review of yeah. this type of thing then you know it's it's the same people doing it could be really good hopefully hopefully mate time for listeners questions yes this one is from David mm. big D boys as always uh, thanks for the podcast not sure if you've answered this in the past but my question to you is how important is club rugby sorry how important is club form in international rugby for example is Bowden Barrett not great for the Blues but playing really well for the All Blacks I think it's a really good question so how important is club form yeah Eddie Jones spoke about it saying club form means nothing right you look at like Billy Vonapola made yep. the England squad where Zach Mercer hasn't. Yeah. Zach Mercer's been playing amazing in, French, in the French league yep. for however many years. You've got someone like Will Jordan who, or, or Shawnee Stevenson who ripped it up in club, hasn't made it. Bowden Barrett's beaten him. Yeah. So how important is club form? Alistair Fainuku, best winger in the, in the country, not playing in the All Blacks. You know, how important is club form? Can you pick an international team on their club form anymore? Good question. It is David. a very good question, and I can't answer it. It's a tough one because I think the best players in the country should be able to play. They what? should be playing. In the, the All Blacks? Yes. But that's never the case. Experience. Past. I mean, Shane Frizzell, a good example. Did he rip it up for the for the um, their Targo team this year? And now he's ripped it up for the All Blacks. But you could say the same with Aaron Smith. Did he rip it up for the Highlanders? I think he did, yeah. Highlanders barely won a game. Yeah, but it didn't mean that he didn't rip it up. Yeah, but that doesn't mean Shannon Frizzell didn't rip it up. You know, he just didn't stand out as much as he did the other weekend because he was playing for the Highlanders, not the All Blacks, or vice versa. When I look back in history, David, I do think of examples where club four means nothing. Um... I think it would be more relevant if it was South Africa, Argentina, New Zealand, Australia in club rugby, as in yeah, I, I you know, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Rugby rather than yes. the Pacific Rugby Pacifica. I actually, you know what? Very rarely do you make good points. Very rarely, but on this occasion, you've made an absolute Bobby Dazzler, <laughs> and the reason for that is because. Playing against Aussie teams week in, week out and New Zealand teams is very different between playing South African teams, Northern Hemisphere teams. Um, uh, if I if I think about it in the past, I definitely think of players who just automatic all-black selections that played for a long time. Frank Bunce never really played that well for club, but he always played well for the all-blacks. Yeah. And is Bowden Barron an example? Does it take the All Blacks now to sort of really turn them on to play good rugby? Maybe it does. Yeah. You know, when you've played for a long time, 
maybe you do need that yeah. higher level yeah, to really get the best out of you. Yeah. So I think club form is really important, but I, I think there are always spaces for players who you know whenever they put on a international jersey, they just front up. Yeah, I like agree. Parise for Italy. You know, he was an automatic selection no matter yes. what his club form was like. Yeah, Because you knew as soon as he put on the jersey, he was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And and you can think about that. And you Maybe in Australia, who's someone like Mike Slipper, yeah. James Slipper. He's someone you just know will turn it out for the for the Aussie team. Yeah. Uh, Nick White will Hooper. turn it out for Hooper. You could say anyone though, couldn't you? Mm, no, no, young young bucks, no. Okay, okay. They've got to have played a yes, long no, time. Yes, no, I, I see what you mean, yeah. Craig Cooper, a good example. Yeah. You know, put a put a Aussie jersey on, he, he fronted up. Yeah. Or he fronts up. So yeah, it is important, really important, but there are some exceptions to that rule and maybe Bowden Barrett is one of those. Uh, my question is, why has Japanese rugby fallen off a cliff? <sighs> you, you never know, but I think it is almost what we've just been talking about. Automatic selection for players that maybe aren't good enough anymore. Yeah. They had their day yeah. in the sun. Yeah. It's time but, for a new guard to come but along. But you never know. You just never know, do you? But they you? could front up in a World Cup. But that's the thing. It's also World Cup year, so they're not going to make any risky decisions, are they? They're going to stick with what they know. And is what they know the best? Maybe not. Is the grass greener? Maybe, maybe not. You know, it's one of those where we're going to stick with what we know because we know how they perform and they've performed well in the past. It's been four years are they now going to perform the way they did or is it going to be? Very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> uh, your question yes. to me, mate. So I saw a picture the other day and I read a little article about it and New Zealand's alternative kit for the Rugby World Cup is white. Okay. Can you see the squiggles on the white kit? Or is it just white? I think it's just white. Oh. I could be very wrong. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Wales alternative kit is black. Yes. Imagine if Wales played New Zealand and they had to play an alternative kit. <laughs> well, my question to you is, is um, does that mean that New Zealand will play against France in the white kit first match? Why would they? Well, because the Blues quite... No, it's not. So who are they going to... Who is the team that, that would they would play? Um, Shall I have a look? Because when they play Scotland, they play in a white kit. Yes. When they played France in the game that they, they lost, grey kit. they played in the grey kit. Because so I messaged you, didn't I? Yes. And I was like, is it a sign? So what do I think of the white? Do so, they- so as an alternative kit, I say to you, what other colour would you use? Because they've used grey. Uh, horrible. Never again. Correct. They've used white in the past. White looks good. Yeah. White but, look. White <laughs> does look good. But it hasn't been that well. Hasn't you know? We're not very good when we play in our tune. No. Kit, are we? Basically. So what other colour would you go for? There's only really those two, isn't well, there? There is. Yeah. Black yeah. and white, mate. Yeah. So. My question is, does that mean they'll play in white kit against France? That's a very good question. But who would they? Who would they in world rugby? Who would they play white? Like, who would clash? Scotland would clash. Okay, Scotland would clash. Who else would clash? Well, yeah, France. I, I say France. Do you? Depending on their World Cup kit. Dark blue, mate. Dark blue, if it gets a it's, bit muddy. It's, but it's not dark blue, <laughs> is it? It's like bright blue. Is it bright blue, though, the World Cup cap? Oh, Damo, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I can't see them really needing to use it, but they like to use it every now and then just to... Georgia, aren't Georgia like dark grey? No. No, Georgia are like red Maroon. and white or something. Yeah. So they shouldn't need it, should they? But they like to use it because they sell a few more tops. They sell a few more tops, mate. But yeah, what what else? Now, I sent you a picture of it because I went into a sports shop. 
of the actual top, the now, All Blacks top, and it now, was worse in yes. the flesh. Now, to be fair, it is dark blue. I've got a lot of <laughs> cords here. Yes, see, that could be it an is issue, mate. Blue. We're wearing white on that game. We are wearing... <laughs> Do you reckon they've done that on purpose? Right, we've beaten them in silver. Yes, I think they've done it on purpose. Oh, well done. Good on them. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, white kit, first game of the of the World Cup, mate. The All Blacks won't be the All Blacks. Psychological. And the French kit, the alternative kit, is white for the World Cup. Maybe they have to flip a coin. No, but French, the French are the home team, aren't they? Yeah, but it's an alternative kit. It's not the away kit. Do you know what I mean? They've called it the alternative kit. So flip a coin, mate. I'd love to see the French and the white kit that remind me of England. Uh, now, mate, how are we going to finish off the show is a bit of Rugby 101. Okay. Hang on, hang on. I'm just looking at the New Zealand alternative white kit. Okay. And the Wi-Fi is taking a little bit longer. Yes. Oh, here it is. Has it got the squiggles? It does have the squiggles. Very lightly squiggles or noticeable squiggles. Very light squiggles. This. I need to see Very this. light squiggles. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yuck, I eh? know. Uh, <laughs> it's just not good at Yuck. It? Uh, okay, mate. Time for Rugby 101. You can yes. put that top in if you wanted. I am going to. <laughs> uh, so my three options for you to put in right room room 101 for rugby is world rugby okay bill beaumont and his band of merry men and women all right do we chuck them all in the bin and start again from fresh what have they done for world rugby in my opinion not a lot they're the old guard they're the reason why we're stuck in the mud we need to change right this is the first thing second thing is not not a rugby thing no but very important okay Pineapple on pizza. Yep. Okay. And the third one is poor pre-match, pre-match entertainment. Can I you put the, the, the All Blacks kit, World Cup kit in there as well? What we could do is we could put next week, we could think about kits okay. that we put in. Fine. Um, poor pre-match entertainment. Yeah. Pre-match entertainment. So I'm thinking Crusaders horses running around the outside. I'm... <laughs> I'm thinking, um, you know, the, well, the cheerleader Yeah, there girls. were cheerleaders, weren't there? Yes. Cheerleader boys and girls, Damien. Is that? Yes. Oh, sorry. I it's apologize. more like cheerleading rather than pom-pom, isn't it? Well, they throw each other in the air and stuff. Well, I don't mind that. Okay. I like that type of cheerleading. Okay, I like the horses. You like the horses? Yes. All right. Okay, so which one? Barbaric. What? <laughs> Which one are you going to put in room 101? I like pineapple on pizza. Uh, you you look like someone that would like pineapple on pizza, yeah. What's wrong with pineapple on pizza? What is right? Let's have a bit of a vote here. Let's have a vote. Who enjoys pineapple on pizza? Okay, so let me Email tell Email in. Can I just say- Can pe- you go on the Twitter? People say- Go on the Twitter. What is my beef? What was my beef? No, no, not beef. No, pineapple. What was <laughs> my beef with pineapple on pizza? It comes down to two things. Okay. Right? It's sweetness on a pizza. Okay. Don't like sweetness on a pizza. Right. I don't I don't put sugar on it. No. I don't need that on there, right? No. And the other one is when it's cooked, yes. That hot <laughs> pineapple, the liquid in it. Burns the <laughs> oh boy oh boy does it ever <laughs> burns the roof of your mouth. All right, so those two things combined mean it should be banished. Yeah, forever and ever. Yeah. Anyway, what are you putting in room one on one? I'm putting in world rugby. Yeah. I think it needs a revamp. Correct. And I think it starts at the top. I think it definitely starts at the top. New systems in place. Yep. They've got to do a lot more for the game of world rugby. Yes, agreed. <clears throat> Rather than just looking after the Northern Hemisphere and because it's it's what they seem to be the money driver. Correct. In world rugby. Mate, 
as always, it's amazing doing the show with you. It is. Uh, looking forward to doing it online, though. It'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. We're going to do a little practice. So, uh, just just to show your support, eh? they could help us. They could. Listeners could help us. How could they? Five-star reviews. Oh, we like them. Questions. Yep. Uh, Emails in. Things for, like, Room 101. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. What things that annoy you. Agreed. Um, and really just email in. Uh, Patreon link is below if you'd like to give us a bit of your hard-earned cash, but we understand if you deem us not worthy. We do. We do know. <laughs> also, Super Brew. Okay, yes. there's Rugby Championship. Yeah. Uh, I accidentally clicked on uh, Women's Football. Did you? So that's going on. <laughs> that's in there as well? Yep, that's in there as well. Uh, but also warm-ups for the Rugby World Cup and the Rugby World Cup are now up and running. Brilliant. So search The Super Rugby Podcast. Fantastic. It's been a long one, mate. It's been a long one. One hour and four minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But I've enjoyed it. Yep. Time flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. Right, mate. Until next time. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.